morning, everyone. It's Judith Hake. Hope you're listening to Mad Love. Today is the day. Goodbye, Donald Trump. What? What a crazy four years. I think it was as bad or worse than we, than people even suspected it would be. It was pretty horrible. I mean, to hear someone be so hateful and vile and uh, divisive all the time. And when you have an opportunity to be gracious and say the right thing and just pass it up every single time. I mean, that's who I suspected he was and that's who he is. He is not a good human being. I don't care that he's a Republican. I don't even think he really is a Republican. I think he serves himself. Why serve the people when you can serve yourself? You know, all he ever wanted was to have his name in everybody's mouth. And it's it's been horrible. It's a it's a bad taste, you know, and you got to watch out. He is a great example of what you have to look out for. Of course, he's a megalomaniac, so everybody won't be quite as bad as him. But, you know, all these people out here who pretend that they are in it for you and want to do something for you. But they're really just out here serving themselves. And I know people have said politicians have always been that way. Well, some of them are worse than ever. They really aren't even trying to hide their greed and and, uh, ambition, if you want to call it that. I don't know what you call Josh Hawley. That is not ambition. He is clearly a sycophant. And he has stepped up in these last throws of Trump's presidency so he can try to get those 70 million votes. But people ain't going to vote for you like that. You you seem like a worm. You just seem like someone who is a parasite, you know, and nothing about Trump appeals to me, but he he appeals to people there. They are in the cult of his personality, not yours. That dude, Missouri stays looking dumb. I mean, my God. So anyway, we welcome a new uh, era. We've got a vice, a former vice president who's now president. We've got our first black female vice president who is, uh, well, she's mixed race. But, you know, Kamala Harris is that's a black name. And she's a Howard grad. And I'm proud of her. She was my pick for president. Um, And I'm just excited. I really am. I think she I think she put her hat in the race for presidency uh, for the presidency on Dr. King's birthday two years ago. And you will find a tweet with my support. Um, And I'm excited. I'm excited to see. I mean, they've got their work cut out for them because there's a lot to fix and we just need grownups in the room. And I think we're in the age of accountability. A lot of folks are about to get locked up. And they didn't think they would, but they are. And thank God, you know, I think the only thing I can liken it to is being here in St. Louis. Crime has exploded. I mean, it's just it is really, really bad. Um, There's no other way to assess it. And um, for a while during COVID, you didn't see the police. I mean, I'll be honest, I don't love seeing police on every corner especially because they write a lot of speeding tickets. But for a while, you didn't see police anywhere. And people started driving crazy, you know, blowing through stop signs, you know, 100 miles an hour on a busy freeway, 
uh, I think there was even a shootout on uh, more than one shootout on the freeway during COVID. And it's like, you know, this is scary. This is scary. This is what it looks like when there's no police, you know, and everybody thinks they, they're being, you know, woke, you know, no police, defund the police. I get that the police may make a lot of money and you may not like your tax dollars being allocated that way. But I'm telling you, you don't want to dial 911 and nobody show up because we are living in this very strange time where everybody's trying to over-associate with the defendants. Some of them actually are guilty, guys. Some of them actually are doing crimes and are heinous. And I'm not saying jail is the place that's going to cure them. It's not. Prison is not going to make them better people, but you also don't want them raping and killing your kids or raping and killing your grandma. Or yes, There are people out here who have done those things. You know, and so when you have this weird, small, truncated conversation about crime where you're overly, you want all the uh, suspects to get mercy and justice. Yeah, that's great. The ones who actually didn't do anything. Yeah, that's horrible. I've been in a room where somebody, it was determined that a person wasn't supposed to be in jail. And the urgency to get them out was real. It was palpable. It wasn't, it wasn't a, an act and it wasn't. Uh, a group that decided it it was the people that put him in jail that decided it. Nobody really wants to make a mistake. I mean, not the people who are good at this job. And some people are really good at that job. You know, some people are good at that law enforcement job. Some people aren't. It's just like anything else. But this whole lawless thing, I'm glad to see it go. And we need to be more mature in our conversation about it. And not led around with our emotions, because I'm telling you, I've seen it firsthand that that person who talks all that stuff about the police, they're the first person to call. They call the first person to call the police when they're in trouble. And it's like, you, you can't have it both ways. In fact, that's more than both ways. That's like always. You want everything all the time just for you. And it's like, that's just not how it works. You can't, you can't say one thing and then you know, expect another reaction because it's you. Well, I'm not mad. I'm calling because I need help. Okay, well, you was just out here saying the police are your shit. So make up your mind. Everybody hates the police until they're the victim. It's the same with everything, though. Nothing's a problem until it's a problem for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the way people are. And we need to be better. And I'm excited because better is starting today. So anyway... That's my two cents on that. I'm not, uh, I'm not, uh, I don't know, it's weird. I never consider myself pro-police, but I'm not anti-police either. I definitely, I I live in a vulnerable community and there are times when I have to call the police. You know, there are things that are going around, going around in the hood that you just got to call. And um, I've never seen or been a part of anything inappropriate. The only time I've been inappropriately treated, and this was long before any kind of activism, I remember I was much, much younger and just uh, I was harassed by the police one time sexually and one time I was just given a BS ticket by a dude who was clearly imitating the cop from Boys in the Hood. Um but yeah, nothing, nothing super major. I made it out alive and and unscathed. 
So anyway, that's my take on that. Like, let's just return to some common sense and acknowledge that, yeah, there are some people out here who aren't good folks who need who need to be in prison. They've earned a spot and that's where they should go. That's all I'm saying. There's just another part of the conversation that people aren't really willing to have. And that's where we we keep getting lost, you know. And I don't know how to do it, but we need to figure out as a society how to make fewer criminals. And basically, I guess 40 years of trickle-down economics wasn't the answer. Imagine if we had put in, implemented real beneficial programs in 1980 when Ronald Reagan hit, hit office. What if we had done something that was truly inspirational and helpful and not basically destroying everything that was um, uh, fought for in the 60s and 70s, you know? By this point, we would have a completely different looking society. And yes, rich people would still be rich, just not as rich because the wealth would be spreading. You know, what's the difference literally between 500 million and having 800 million in the bank. Nothing. There's absolutely nothing that you can't get that you might want because you are down 300 million. But 300 million could transform, you know, millions of lives. Instead, it's like, well, in the last 40 years, my my wealth has grown from 500 million to 850 million for one person that's not helpful I don't know that's not where I thought I was going today but (laughs) I just feel like people have just gotten off track every these hedge fund people make so much money and I'm a capitalist I'm all for people making money do it take it get it but I'm also I'm also hopeful that people understand the only reason why you should amass that kind of money is so you can do something for somebody else. It doesn't make sense to me to just sit on billions of dollars, you know, and maybe they are. Maybe they're the most generous people on the planet. I just don't know. I don't know a lot of hedge fund managers, but, you know, I'm looking forward to getting to know them more. I really am. I, I feel like I'm going to run my own company more like a hedge fund. I feel like that's the future of media. There's no way a company can stay sustainable without having something like a hedge fund or a VC, a a venture capital fund, something huge, some huge amount of money behind them. And it's going to be like really proprietary. You know, you see all these uh, music catalogs being sold to to funds and, um, you know, private investors. And that's why, you know. Because a, a hedge fund doesn't have to make as much money off 20 movies um, as a studio does, you know. So we'll see. We'll see. But that I think that's the future, and I'm pretty sure that's the future for my company. Um, but you didn't hear it from me. <laughs> Although, I, I mean, I'm not supposed to talk too much about things like that. But, yeah, I do believe a VC or a hedge fund or some kind of big money situation is the uh, is the future for Just Media Works, and subsequently, Mad Love. So there you have it. All right, 
happy inauguration day. Please be safe. Please be smart. Um, Celebrate responsibly. I'm sure most of my listeners are uh, Democrats or independents like myself. Um, But, you know, listen, the Republicans aren't going away. And again, they will vote for anybody with that R. You know, I think next time we'll be lucky if they don't get the dead dude from Weekend at Bernie's as their candidate and put him up there. You know, they'd vote for a zombie if it had an R. And I'm not being disrespectful. It's just true. I know smart people who who call themselves Republicans and it's like, you you didn't see all this? You didn't see this chaos? Are you fine with all of this? I mean, their party to me is a cult. And the Democrats are much better, but I do agree more with the candidates they advance than the ones the Republicans do. And there won't be an independent because that's the only thing those two parties agree on is that it shouldn't be another viable party. So anyway, enjoy the day. I am trying to be positive. <laughs> it's been hard. <laughs> I'm having a hard time. <laughs> but yeah, it's a good day. And I hope everybody enjoys it and gets ready to work. We have a lot of work to do. And that's the thing. Everybody wants to vote and then sit down. That's not how you get progress. Okay. And I know it's a popular buzzword right now, like transparency, but people aren't progressive or transparent. Just stop. Let's stop calling it things and just start doing it. All right. Be safe. Be your best.